Driving the Oregon coast starts in Astoria and terminates 340 miles later in Brookings. In this episode, we talk with a listener and she shares with us all about her experiences on the Oregon coast. Welcome to RV Out West. I'm your host, Brooks. My family of fours base camp is located in the beautiful Pacific Northwest and our RV adventures radiate out from there. Please grab a mug of coffee and join us as we discuss RVing around the American West. From sweet camping spots, gear and equipment to tips and tricks, we've got you covered. We are RV Out West. On a road trip like this, you'll pass through some of the most charming towns and see one of the most spectacular coastlines in America. The Oregon coast is a bucket list trip for so many people. The famous Haystack Rock in Cannon Beach is an icon and made famous in the movie The Goonies. From port towns, sand dunes, and dense forests, the Oregon coast has it all. Joining us today is a listener of the show, Portia. She shares with us about her experiences and her time that she has spent on the coast. So grab a pen and paper and be prepared to jot down some notes if you are planning a trip to the Oregon coast. Portia, thank you so much for joining us here on RV Out West. Thanks for having me. I'm such a fan of your show. I'm excited to talk to you too. And I'm here I get a lot of, uh, I've had some emails and requests specifically to do an episode on the Oregon coast. So I'm okay. pretty excited to talk to you. So thank you. Okay, no problem. I, I'm going to offer what I have. Well, that's great. That's all we can do. Well, I would like first, if you could share with us a bit about your RVing background, kind of how did you get into RVing? So um, I had to start my life over at 50, uh, which was unexpected and I needed a change of scenery. And I already knew a couple of people who had RVs and I, I and then I found an RV and um, I, I sort of um, ran headlong into it. Tell me, what do you mean by you ran headlong into it? Kind of just give me a brief, there's got to be a story there. What is the brief story? Um, I mean, it's not so much a story as an experience, right? Like it's, it's, a, it's a learning curve. Um, RVs, if you've never, you know, if I, I was never raised in them. I, like some people grew up with RVs, right? I, I was never one of those people. And so it was a steep learning curve for me. Um, I made a lot of mistakes. It's one of the reasons I love your show is you you talk about all the the foibles and mishaps and and trip ups that can happen with RVing, and um, I've done all of them and probably a few you haven't talked about. So so that was basically how I got into it. Um, I mostly like first and foremost I needed a change of scenery. And uh, I, you know, it was, it was either a, a land yacht or a water yacht dealer's choice. So I, I chose land. Okay. Well, I am absolutely ready to 100% dive right in to the Oregon coast. So kind of share with us in your opinion, what makes the Oregon coast so special? Okay. So um, I, I lived in Washington for 25 years. I grew up in California and um, at neither end can you really drive along the coastline, but in Oregon you can. And so that that's much of what makes it special is that you can actually drive along the water. Um, but also what makes it special is it's not desert and it's not 
um, you know, rainforest, it's, it's a lot of in between. So there's sand dunes and there's trees and there's all kinds of rivers feeding into the, into the ocean. And it's, it's got, it, it really runs the gamut of the, the variety of geographical terrain that you can experience. Well, in that same vein, then, that you appreciate about kind of the uh, ecosystem there along the Oregon coast, what are some of your favorite activities to do in the area? What recommendations for things to see and do do you have? I can tell you that because of the headspace I was in, I didn't do a lot of them, but I saw a lot of things and identified a lot of things that I would like to do one day. Um, I definitely enjoyed my fair share of sunsets sitting on the beach, and and that's very unique to the West Coast um, <clears throat> because that's you know that's the right direction for the sunsets. Um, on the East Coast, you get the sunrises, and on the West Coast, you get the sunsets. And um, there were dunes that I I would love to go um, ATVing in someday. Where are those They're, dunes again? Uh, are they is that Newport or is that Lincoln? I think it's Lincoln City. So um, Winchester Bay was was my favorite spot that was um, directly adjacent to the dunes. So it had this super cool RV parking area that it's it's clearly all man-made, but it's all these um, like jetties that extend out into the water and it's all dry camping. And so it's super cheap and there's many spaces you it's almost never full um, and uh, it's super close to the dunes. You're like minutes away from, from, from the dunes that are just south of there. Um, and basically every RV spot, parking spot that's there is um, just back right up to the water. You're right alongside the water. That's your view out your window is the water. The view out from your bed is the water. It was, super cool um so 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 atving in the dunes is like a thing i would do um there's you know all kinds of fishing and hiking and and all these other things that one could experience i didn't do any of there's tons of touristy towns um the touristy towns are like awesome if what you want to do is be a tourist I'm like way more into RVing on the cheap. Um, not paying for an RV space is ideal, but if I have to pay, like I'll take a dry spot or whatever. Um, and, and the only thing I would caution about these super touristy towns is that street parking is absolutely not allowed. So like, don't even try I found that in Cannon Beach when we tried to go watch the sunset at Haystack Rock. Yeah, I pulled over to a place, might have been Cannon Beach, might have been, you know, like one of the adjacent tourist towns, whatever. Um, and I, I pulled over literally just to eat lunch in my own RV. I just wanted to, you know, enough time to scarf some food down. And I already got a knock on my door saying absolutely no parking. And I was considering walking out to the beach. Um, but yeah, I just didn't even try. It's, it's just, it's, it's so much a part of their income. You know, I can, I can understand it, but then, you know, there were, because I've traveled the entire country, there were other beaches I've been to all over the country where they have no problem with it. And so it's, 
that's really kind of unique to or the Oregon coast is that they is that they are really have a problem with. Well, and the other thing I think is kind of unique to both kind of the Oregon coast and the Washington coast is there are certain spots where you are allowed to drive your vehicle on the beach. Right onto the beach. Right onto the beach. Amazing. And you can go up and down the beach in your vehicle. Uh, Yeah. You know, people often get stuck. If they do, it is a very expensive tow. It's a very expensive tow. So you got to. Yeah, you're you're looking at at least $1,000. So you don't want to get too close to the water and you don't want to get way up into the sand. So on the West Coast, it's really Oregon. You cannot do that in California. So it is only in Oregon and and Washington, which is kind of fun. Right absolutely not allowed in California. I couldn't, and I, and I have driven the entire California coast and never, never found a place where that could be done. Okay. Well, let me ask you this there. If you were going, let's say from Astoria is starting in Astoria and going South along the coast, where do you kind of turn away to get back to I-5? Oh, there's a bunch of places. Now I have to look at a map. See, I don't have my glasses on. One is from Dune City. That'll get you to Eugene. I think another one is from Coos Bay. Um, Another one is from, I believe, Tillamook, if I'm not mistaken, or real close to Tillamook. Newport is one of them. Lincoln City is another one. Um, And one of them goes through, and and then Tillamook is another one. Yeah, but Tillamook's more kind of on the northern side. I mean, you're not far down, you know. So I guess if you're looking for a short trip, you could do a story to Tillamook and then cut sure. back over. And that would be. But if if you're looking for a way to cut back to I-5, those are going to be your. And, and those are also the most touristy places. So so the so the most touristy places are going to be the hardest to find parking in. Right. But if you're looking for a place to run into that tourist town fuel up yeah. and then get out of town yeah. and connect back to the interstate. Those yeah. are going to be your main kind of points That's it. to get you over yep. there. Let's take a break and hear a word from our sponsor. RV Destinations Magazine is the premier provider of nationwide RV destination articles, sharing stories about the places you want to see for yourself. Subscribe today for digital or their new print magazine at rvdestinationmagazine.com. Well, we've talked a little bit about camping, but do you have any suggestions on places that people can camp when visiting the Oregon coast? Long list of Oregon state parks that have RV camping that I've never been to. There's a long list of privately owned RV campgrounds that are available that I also have never been to. So I've mentioned the two that I that I liked the most, which was at Winchester Bay and the on the river golf and RV resort. I think what I liked really about the the on the river resort was that because um, the bed my bedroom is at the back of my RV and I have I have quite an overhang from my back wheels. And so when I backed up into the space, my bedroom was overhanging the river. And so and it was west facing and so I got sunset right into my bedroom with a water view. So cool. And so it was cool. close it was close enough to a town that I could order a pizza to be delivered. No joke. Yep. But far enough away from a town that I was quiet and peaceful. Out in the I was out in the middle of nowhere. Do you remember yeah. the name of that pizza and, joint? Uh, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Was, 
I've had pizza was, delivered to the campsite too. And it's awesome uh, when you can get a pizza delivered to the campsite. Oh, and the thing is, is it's a chain pizza place in, or it's specific to Oregon. And I can't think of the name of it. Okay. Man, I should, I should have looked that That's up. That's okay. You didn't I need should, to. I That's okay. I, I was putting you on the spot about the pizza joint, but. But, but the, the proprietors of the RV resort will happily tell you, this is who you can order pizza from. And it's good pizza too. Okay. Um, at least in my opinion, it's good pizza. Like the location itself was was pretty close to, you know, it's pretty close to like Oceanside, and you could just go like I went from my my camper door, and I walked right out and had to you know kind of stumble down some haphazard rocky steps to the water and and right into the water and just swim in the river fish if that's what you like um it's a very very calm part of the river and um yeah i loved it i just loved it well we talked a little bit about the pizza so i want to kind of use that as a segue to talk about what are some of your favorite places that you liked to eat i really was all about being alone and not eating out so i was doing you know, grocery shopping and then, you know, meal prep in my own kitchen. I, what I enjoyed the most, and, and I, I love this about the West Coast. And, and after spending so much time on the East Coast, I, I still couldn't, I couldn't let go of it. I, I want to go sit and watch the sunset and have a cocktail in my hand and just, yeah, that's, I, it was, it was for me, like, I wish I could say it was about 50. I, I wish I had more to offer, but I, I just don't. Well, yeah, okay. All I you still do. haven't answered the question. I appreciate what you're saying. I got nothing. No, you do nothing. have something. So where, <laughs> where was that one spot that you, whether you were sitting there and eating a sandwich, a PBJ, I don't care, but where, where was it that you were like, Dan, this is a great place to eat. I'm sorry. I, I like, and I'm such a foodie. I really am. I'm such a foodie. That's why I thought this question was going to be a home run. Oh, no, I know. I know you did. I'll tell you what, there was one spot, but it was in California. No, doesn't matter. There, I don't want to hear about it because we're talking the Oregon yeah. coast. Don't distract me. Did you at least yeah, find a nice cup of coffee, coffee somewhere? Did you get a good cup of coffee somewhere? Did, or were you French pressing it in the RV? I was, I was fr French pressing it in my RV. Yeah. 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 There was, there was this one spectacular dinner I had in California that was, was oceanfront view we're not going to yeah, talk about it though because it. it's yeah. not on the oregon coast doesn't matter <laughs> you'll have to tune in later that's not where we're going okay then why don't you share with us a few one to a few of your greatest oregon coast memories okay there was there was definitely one place an overnight place that i stumbled upon have never been able to find it again, either by Google or by Apple Maps, that was specifically a Christian RV resort, which I have nothing against. I'm not Christian. I have nothing against. Um, and it was, it was beachside, a prime Oregon coast camping that I loved. So that was one. Um, another one is specifically for people who are driving down from, say, Washington, um, less so, you know, from California, but like 
getting down into the redwood forest was an amazing experience and maybe is not an rv friendly drive for a lot of people for me my rv is pretty small my rv is only 27 feet long for for i think you know some of these 40 and 50 footers i would maybe not recommend it um but driving through the the redwood forest was um it was it was a lifelong dream of mine that's special well and down south yeah. on the oregon coast when you get down to where the rogue river feeds into i believe that's gold yeah. beach which is basically okay. like yeah. six miles north of the california state line you're super close yeah. to the california state it's, line yeah it's an amazing little area i mean that's kind of the southern i would say gold beach is the southern terminus of kind of the oregon coast right and then and then once you drive down into california it's all up and down left and right at, you know at some point like you you kind of don't know which way is up and, and and it's an intense drive and i and i wish i had been the passenger so that i could really enjoy the view more um yeah because really but, you don't even yeah. get to drive along the coast until you're really like south of san well, francisco in, well south i mean you're Right. You know. You're you're either you're either well into California or you're well into Oregon. There's a whole there's a whole section that veers away from the coastline and up from like it's not just inland, it's also upland right. from the coastline. Right. I will share with you my favorite, absolute favorite state park, honestly, that I've been to in Washington or Oregon is on the Oregon coast. And it's called Nahalem oh, yeah. Bay State Park. And it is about 20 minutes south of Cannon Beach. So you're very close if you want to, you know, if you do have a toad or a dinghy or your tow vehicle that you can leave the campground and go up to go to Haystack Rock to watch the sunset and take in kind of the iconic. I mean, people see if you Google Oregon coast, you're going to find Haystack Rock. That is that big rock. I believe it was the rock in Goonies that was at the end of the movie Goonies and whatever. But Nahalem Bay State Park, it's a pretty big park. It's got really, the way the campgrounds laid out is there's loops A, B, C, and then D, E, F. So it's two big loops, but there's like smaller circles within the big loop. Right. I always recommend you stay in either C or F because okay. you'll be farthest away from the entrance. So anybody who needs to leave and go in and out, you're going to get less traffic. Right, because if you're in the A loop, everybody who is in B and C are going to have to drive through your loop to get to their campground or to get to their campsite. Yes. So if you're in C, you're in the back, and so you'll get less traffic and it'll be a little bit yeah. quieter. So those are my my two big tips: loop C yeah. or loop F. But you're I right there by the beach, and so yeah. you can walk up and over the dune, and you're on the beach. It's amazing. Do you happen to have? We're kind of winding down here, but do you have any last minute? Uh, Oregon Coast secrets that you want to share? No, actually, I think we hit them all. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I think we hit them all. Okay. And oh, yep. actually, there is there it. is one there's one thing I wanted to mention, which is that, um, you know, I have a, a class C. I think I have a class C. I can never remember the difference. I have I have uh, access to, to my cab from the inside of my RV. So I believe that that's a class C RV. 
And so I don't have a separate vehicle. And, and I realized that my experience parking is in large part based on what can I walk to once I'm parked um, versus if I'm not mistaken, you you unhitch a vehicle and then you can go drive somewhere, right? Correct. I have like a tow vehicle. Your... Like I have a pickup truck yeah. that tows my travel trailer. I have a bumper pull trailer. So right. yeah, I can unhook and tow or go. Right, right. So so like specifically in Winchester Bay, for example, I really dug this cute little town that I could walk to that was all about not so much tourists as people who were into ATVing the dunes. And so there were quite a lot of locals there. And so it was like a, a different vibe. I, I'm not a tourist person. It's not my, it's not my shtick. So I really liked that I could just walk over to the town from where I was at and didn't, and, and, and if I wanted to rent an ATV from where I was at, and then they, they would just drive you out there and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, so, so, I think that um, my input, I, I, I think I just want to say that my input is very much based on not having a separate vehicle that I can go tool around in. I now have one last question. For anybody who is considering going to the Oregon coast, maybe they've never been, Maybe they went once as a kid and feel like they've seen it. What kind of advice or, you know, do you have inspiration to, to share and with somebody like that? Oh my goodness. I mean, like, you know, I think it depends if you're rich or poor, it's like a totally different experience and, and, um, but it's, it's beautiful. And I like to stay off the beaten path. I like to meet the locals. I like to, so that, you know, it, I think it depends on if, you know, if you're rich or poor, if you want to be a tourist or, or not, if you have a separate vehicle or not. Um, and I think that no matter who you are, because this is, in, you know, like there's no discrimination, right? Like no matter who you are, it's gorgeous wherever you go because it, it has everything to offer, Every everything from absolute desolate sand dunes like desert sand dunes to to redwood forests so like i don't know that there's really any advice except that it's just gorgeous it's gorgeous for everybody portia thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and for coming on the show to talk with us about the oregon coast i really really appreciate it so thank you oh my goodness thanks for having me seriously Please remember that RV Destinations Magazine is offering a discount code for RV Out West listeners. That's you. So just use code RVOUTWEST10 to receive 10% off a subscription. You can sign up on their website at rvdestinationmagazine.com. And it's a great way to show your support for the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you have an idea for a topic you'd like me to discuss, please contact me via rvoutwest.com. I would also encourage you to start using hashtag RVOutWest for your RV social media posts. Please share with our community about your camping and RV adventures that you've taken here in the Pacific Northwest. We'd love to see them. Our next full episode in two weeks, we chat with Peace Vans out of Seattle. 
As a former owner of two Vita buses, they all have a very special place in my heart, and we get to chat with the owner and discuss camping in the Northwest, V-Dub vans, and so much more. This is a great episode you won't want to miss. Thanks so much for listening to RV Out West. Join us again in two weeks with our next episode. Please like and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you choose to get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And I sure would appreciate if you left a rating or a review of the show. Special thanks to Scott Holmes Music for providing the intro song, We Are One. RV Out West can be found on Instagram and Facebook where you can interact with us and follow along on our RV adventures around the Pacific Northwest. So get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon.